the What is Bitcoin podcast. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the What is Bitcoin podcast. The What is Bitcoin podcast, well, this should end up being about 10 episodes when I'm done. I'm producing these episodes to help make it a little easier for you to understand Bitcoin and the Bitcoin network. Now, if this is the first episode you've listened to, I highly recommend that you go back to episode one, find it, and start listening from there forward. My name is Gary Leland, and I run the CryptoPodcaster.com website. You may recognize my voice by some of the other podcasts I produce, like the Crypto Cousins podcast, the BitBlock Boom podcast, and the 4-Minute Crypto Show. Before we go any further, though, I do want to make sure everyone listening knows about BitBlock Boom a real Bitcoin conference coming to Dallas, Texas. And I say a real Bitcoin conference because Bitcoin, well, that's all we talk about at BitBlockBoom. Not altcoins, not blockchain, Bitcoin, and just Bitcoin. We have a ton of great speakers at this year's event, so take a look at our speaker lineup today. And if you use the discount code COUSINS at checkout, that's C-O-U-S-I-N-S, if you use that at checkout, you'll receive 30% off the price of your tickets. Last year's event was fantastic, and this year's will be even better. So go take a look at bitblockboom.com today. Now let's get to the question for this episode, which is, what is Bitcoin mining? You know, I've been starting all the other episodes with the definition from Wikipedia, so I think I'm going to stick with that. Let's see what Wikipedia has to say about mining Bitcoin. Now, according to Wikipedia, Bitcoin mining is a record-keeping service done through the use of computer processing power. Miners keep the blockchain consistent, complete, and unalterable by repeatedly grouping new broadcast transactions into a block, which is then broadcast to the network and verified by recipient nodes. Each block contains a SHA-256 cryptographic hash of the previous block, thus linking it to the previous block and giving blockchain its name. Wow, that's kind of a hardcore definition. Unless you're a techie, you may not have understood any of that at all. Terms like SHA-256 cryptographic hash and recipient nodes are really kind of technical for the beginner who is just discovering or trying to understand the world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I'm going to try to make this a little bit easier for you to understand. Before we get too far along, let me say that I personally think the term Bitcoin mining is a terrible name for this process. I think people get even more confused because of the term mining. Instead of Bitcoin mining, I wish it had been named something like block confirming or Bitcoin confirming or maybe even Bitcoin transaction confirming. But the name is Bitcoin mining, and I really doubt that's ever going to change. So let's just get back to the question, what is Bitcoin mining? Well, Bitcoin mining is just a method used to record and confirm Bitcoin transactions. And by transactions, I'm talking about the trading, spending, or even just moving Bitcoins from one person's wallet to another person's wallet. Before Bitcoin, there was always a major problem with all digital currencies, and that problem was the double spending problem. You can think of double spending as the high-tech version of counterfeiting. Since a digital currency is just a file on a computer, you technically could just copy the file over and over and over and make yourself a millionaire. Why stop at a million? You could just keep copying the file until you're a billionaire. It is actually a lot harder to counterfeit paper money such as the US dollar than it is to copy a computer file over and over. Now, I'm not saying you can't make counterfeit paper money and get away with it. I'm just saying it's a lot harder than copying most computer files. To prevent the double spending problem, Satoshi Nakamoto, who was the creator of Bitcoin, designed a system protocol that checks every Bitcoin transaction against a public ledger. 
All banks use the ledger system, and the public ledger that Bitcoin uses is known as the Bitcoin blockchain. The Bitcoin blockchain is installed on thousands of computers all around the world, making sure no one individual or company can attempt to control it. If you attempt to spend any Bitcoins that have already been spent, they won't be confirmed by the Bitcoin miners, and the Bitcoin community will ignore that attempt to double spend as fraud. Bitcoin miners use their computers to process transaction requests across the entire Bitcoin network. Now, just to be clear, Bitcoins are not actually being sent and received like an email attachment. You're not sending Bitcoins back and forth. There are no actual files being sent back and forth. There are only assigned Bitcoin public addresses. Every Bitcoin public address has a matching private key, too. And only the holder of that private key is capable of digitally signing a new transaction for that Bitcoin or spending the Bitcoin. You can only spend the Bitcoin if you have the private key, in other words. Any and all requests must have inputs and inputs of the previous transactions of that Bitcoin. I guess you could look at it as the history of where you received the Bitcoin from. If you previously received two Bitcoins from one person and three Bitcoins from someone else, you can use those five Bitcoins to fund a purchase up to five Bitcoins. The miners check two things when they see your request to spend those five Bitcoins. First, they check the digital signature to make sure you're actually the owner of those five Bitcoins. Second, they check and make sure you haven't already spent the Bitcoins. To make sure you haven't already spent those Bitcoins, the miners look at the public database of all past Bitcoin transactions. Like I said earlier, the database is called the Bitcoin blockchain. They look at the Bitcoin blockchain to see if those Bitcoins were already used or if they're still available for you to spend. A full copy of the Bitcoin blockchain is on every computer that's connected to the Bitcoin network so that every miner can easily find that out from the database. I guess you could say that the miners are like the Bitcoin bankers. The miners actually confirm that the transactions are legit and on the up and up. If the miners are able to verify, they add the transactions to their list of valid transactions that have occurred. Now, on a regular basis, a miner will be chosen to have their list of valid transactions added to the Bitcoin blockchain as a new block. And this is how the public record is kept up to date. To prevent any miners from sending any false information to the Bitcoin blockchain, the Bitcoin protocol makes miners compete against each other for the privilege of having their list of valid transactions added to the Bitcoin blockchain. A different miner is able to write a block about every 10 minutes and then only valid blocks will be accepted by the rest of the miners. I'll now explain how that works, okay? A miner's block will become part of the Bitcoin blockchain if a majority of miners agree that the transactions listed by the miners are valid and that the miners correctly guessed a special number. The number is a solution to a really hard math problem. <clears throat> now, you may be asking yourself, what's the deal with miners all trying to solve a really hard math problem? Well, during the process of confirming transactions, all the miners are trying to solve a math problem that involves cryptography. It's a cryptographic cipher that turns one string into another. Miners are creating a sequence of blocks that are tied to each other by including information from the last block into the next block. The process proves that the next block knew about the previous block, which proves that it came afterwards. However, that is not enough. You may know that block four came after block three, but what if there are two competing blocks? Let's say there's a block 4A and a block 4B, and these two blocks contain different transactions and the spending of Bitcoins at different places, okay? 
Which of these two blocks is the real next block? Well, the reasons the miners did all that complicated proof-of-work process, or the really hard math problem, is to prevent this situation from becoming a problem. The chain of blocks with the largest proof-of-work, or block history, is the valid block. The reason this is such a good way of deciding is that it makes it incredibly difficult for someone who wants to spend the same Bitcoin twice to create an alternative chain of blocks and then try to convince everyone on the Bitcoin network that theirs is the correct chain of blocks. To be valid, the false block would need more proof of work or more block history than the other block. Since everyone else is working on the true chain, they have an enormous amount of computer power working together. You would need more computer power than everyone else in the blockchain, and that's what's known as a 51% attack, by the way. Proof of work makes sense because work cannot be faked. Why do miners want to mine? Why should they get involved in this process? They have to buy expensive computers, and they have to spend lots of money on electrical costs. So why are they spending so much money to mine Bitcoin? They mine Bitcoin because the miner that writes the new block in each blockchain has permission to give themselves a reward of Bitcoins. Remember when I said one was chosen, that one gets Bitcoin as a reward. In other words, they get paid Bitcoin for their work. The reward started at 50 Bitcoins per block years ago, and every four years the rewards are adjusted and reduced by half. Every four years when the amount of rewards is cut in half, it's called the halfening. At the moment, the reward is 12.5 Bitcoins per block. In the year 2020, or next year, the reward will drop to 6.25 Bitcoins per block. And it keeps cutting half every four years until the year 2140. Now you know that Bitcoin is mined and that mining is used to solve the double spending problem by verifying all the Bitcoin transactions on the ledger called the Bitcoin blockchain. You should also understand that mining computers are solving a very complicated math problem to verify that they're adding the correct block onto the Bitcoin blockchain. And you have also learned that miners are rewarded with Bitcoins for providing a valuable service. I hope now you at least have an idea of what Bitcoin mining is and how it works and what it does. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you don't miss a single episode. I'd love it if you could give this podcast a five-star rating and a great review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. That really helps way more than you realize. And please share this podcast with your friends on social media and let's start educating them about Bitcoin. Don't forget to take a look at BitBlockBoom Bitcoin Conference coming to Dallas, Texas at BitBlockBoom.com. I hope I get to meet you in Dallas, Texas. Now, on the next episode of the What is Bitcoin podcast, I'm going to answer the question, what is a Bitcoin wallet? Until then, this is Gary Leland from CryptoPodcaster.com saying thank you for taking the time to listen. Thank you.